one of my favorite things I've been seeing people talking about in quarantine has been like, turns out I don't just need all the time. I have no motivation to do some things. I used to be like, oh, it's just if I had time, I'd do it. Mm-hmm. And now the answer's no. <laughs> and I'm like, that's fair. It stripped everything from me, <laughs> bearing only the truth. That uh, No, I just never had the drive. You know, oh, I was fine. a sad sack the whole time. <laughs> it was never this excuse I always used. I never wanted to see this much of myself. <laughs> Thanks. Cursed. Hello, welcome to Hysterical History. I'm Alexis. And I'm Haley. And this is a comedy history podcast. Mostly comedy. Comedy first. <laughs> Sounded like, but. <laughs> but. But. Haley has been listening to me for minutes just groan and moan about this topic as I finished my uh, research really fast. There were high promises. Yeah. Like, well, that's the grossest thing I've ever seen in my life. It's, I mean, not seen, heard. Heard in my life. It's pretty bad. I say that about a lot of things, though. I exaggerate heavily mm-hmm. all the time, <laughs> including that statement. Yeah. So, you know. Uh, but today, we're going to talk about teeth. Mm. You're really gross. But where did the wood come from? <laughs> and we are talking about George Washington's teeth specifically. It's because him. I keep, for some reason, whatever I've been looking at lately on the internet, people just keep bringing it up. And they keep being like, teeth? is it wood? Is it not wood? What are we doing? Is and so I was like, fine, I'll it look s- it up because you're driving me crazy. Is it slave teeth? What is it? Tell us about that. I'm going to tell you. So now I know too much about his teeth specifically and just teeth in general. I hate going to the dentist. I hate teeth. They're gross. It's bad. So I like ASMR, Mm -hmm. but it's very personal. Yeah. What you like. Like what you like and what you don't. For sure. Uh, And some, like, makes me sick to my stomach. Right. Because it is, uh, people will put, like, foam or something crackly in a fake mouth oh. and then pick it out with little dental tools. <laughs> Why would you do this? Why would you do this? Now I need eye bleach and ear bleach. Thanks. <laughs> but so, yeah, we're talking about George Washington's nasty teeth today. Daddy of the nation. Um, and also just dentistry of the time in general because it's really gross. And then you'll get the picture of just, like, why? Why? Are they still doing, like, leeches at the barbers? Wait. We're talking about dentistry. Never yeah. mind. We'll we'll get to what they're doing. I do appreciate in one of the articles they oh my main articles. Hold on, I gotta scroll. My main article was from uh, LivesAndLegacyBlog.org, which is essentially um, it's a blog from like a specific farm that's like a historical farm of George Washington's. Oh, okay. so a lot of it's from like the lens of talking about him specifically, but also talking generally. Um, they were both very good articles with lots of sources, so thank you. Um, and there, they wanted to be like, hey, before you judge, <laughs> someday the things that we do are going to be seen by people in the future as gross. And I'm like, okay, but I'm still going to do it because yuck. <laughs> I'm allowed to. It's almost impossible to like think that way, in my opinion, to be empathetic in that way because from your position – I mean, from our position, everything they do in the revolution is gross. All yeah. of it. There's nothing good. <laughs> like, it's all gross and weird. So that's – and it's not funny if I don't judge them. So I love the idea about, like, be, you know, the times are different. It's like, sure, but also, yuck. Also, people in the future <laughs> should judge us for being gross. I would like them to, yeah. I judge myself sometimes for gross stuff I do by myself. So, you know, it's fine. <laughs> The hundredth rule of the famed rules of civility and decent behavior that George Washington copied as a schoolboy told people to cleanse not your teeth with a tablecloth napkin, fork, or knife. But if others do it, let it be done with a pick tooth. So a toothpick. So talking about at the dinner table, don't use your tablecloth napkin, fork, or knife to pick stuff out of your teeth. Yeah, that's fair. That's not good etiquette. Yeah. I agree. I don't think you should pick your teeth probably at the table, especially because they're, like, fancy, you know. But I was like, why would they use a tablecloth? That seems strange. Just, like, get or some plaque off. Or your knife, I guess. <laughs> I guess. Just wipe it off. Um, 
And I, yeah, specifically the napkin was like confusing to me, but I guess one of the main ways of the time to brush your teeth was to use a cloth dipped in salt and water and just rub it on your teeth. Yeah. Haven't, so, haven't you done that? That's the way. No. Oh. Sometimes like I'll forget a toothbrush when I'm traveling. <laughs> yeah. And you just got to like use something sanitary. Like abrasive. Yeah. Like sometimes yeah. you'll get little mouthwashes in the no, hotel. I have, I have not done that. And you just pour a little <laughs> bit on a washcloth and just kind of rub. I just ask them for, oh, sure. I've done it with toothpaste. Sure. I, I haven't done it with a cloth and salt, is um, what I'm saying. Organic uh, toothpaste yeah. and stuff. Someone right. was mentioning how uh, not liking really strong mint toothpaste uh, can be a sign of neurodivergency. Oh, interesting. Just because it, it, the sensation is way too strong and your brain hates it. That and makes so sense. you don't brush as I much. I do hate all toothpaste, basically. Yeah, and so someone in the comments was recommending uh, like all natural toothpaste sure. that tastes better. Makes or sense. even like you know charcoal or yeah. coconut, but one of them was uh, salt based. Oh, interesting. Which okay, makes sense because like you just have to make an environment that the bacteria doesn't like. Yeah, which a very salty Kill one uh, works. It's just it's so weird of thinking like instead of my toothbrush, I like my tooth cloth. <laughs> it's like just a cloth I rub with my. It tooth. works though. It's, sure. It just it really gets the plaque off. But it makes sense ex- extra why they're like don't use your napkin. Like, that's so gross and weird. And it's, like, fair. Like, you wouldn't whip out your toothbrush at the dinner table and be like, I'm going to brush my teeth now. It's like, please don't. In acts of desperation, I have used, like, the inside of a shirt before. Sure. When it's, like, many days and you're like, I feel gross. Mm-hmm. Um, the Chinese had bris- bristle toothbrushes, like, back in very olden times. Um they use pig bristles. No. And animal bone for the handle. Um, but now, obviously, plastic and nylon. Yeah. <laughs> we don't do that anymore. But for whatever reason, at the time in uh, America, they liked the cloth method. Maybe just easier. I don't know. They're like, we got to ship all these toothbrushes? No. You don't have to shave all those pigs? <laughs> no. Uh, I have a quote that says, Payment to dentists and purchase of toothbrushes, teeth scrapers, denture files, toothache medication, and cleaning solutions were regularly present in Washington's communications through his life. So a lot of his letters to people are about his teeth Mm -hmm. and specifically about buying stuff for his teeth, which is, like, sad that those are what we have saved. It's like, here's your receipts for your teeth. That's so boring. Uh, They used tooth powders at the time instead of toothpaste. Mm -hmm. Um... And a lot of them have abrasive elements like um, alum, ground seashells, bone, eggshells, brimstone, baking soda, and gunpowder. Have they? Were they still Scrub using? It around. Were they still using urine at that point? Uh, I don't think so. They don't mention it in any of the articles, and I feel like they would have immediately been like, "It's pee pee." Like uh, seaweed and, and urine were yeah at some point used. Blech. Um, bone. Just bones. Put them in your teeth. <laughs> just a solid bone. Your teeth are bones. Rub like, it with another bone. You mean like a bone toothpick? No, just bone. No, little crushed up bones to uh, be abrasive. I feel like that would get, just get stuck. I feel like, <laughs> yeah, just get stuck in between your bone teeth. You're just adding more teeth to your teeth. <laughs> Brush your teeth with teeth. Rock doesn't be rock. <laughs> teeth powder. <laughs> it's true. Bone doesn't be bone. No. You need something softer. But if you want to freshen your breath, you'll use... Uh, cinnamon. <laughs> Do the cinnamon challenge. Your breath will be really fresh. Musk, which gross. Putting it in your mouth, the Just worst. take a bite out of a skunk. Or dragon's blood, mm. you know. Um, if it sounds weird, dragon's blood, they also use tobacco. Well. Which they claim tobacco ashes were excellent to clean your teeth. I mean, mm. would that kind of just be charcoal? Maybe. Charcoals, I don't know if it counts. Like a very uh, intense kind of yeah. carbon product. Right. But it's probably maybe? got like the, you know, leftovers of like nicotine and stuff in it too. I can't imagine. Just you say that like it's trays, a bad thing. It's like scoop it in your mouth and be like. <laughs> it's actually a bonus. It's a bonus that there's still a little bit of nicotine left. Um, in case you're worried, Dragon's Blood 2 is Croton lechlery, which is a species of flowering plant. In South America. You you defined a made-up fantasy thing with more <laughs> made-up fantasy words. Um, basically, it's like you tap these trees and the sap that comes out of it is red. So they call it dragon's blood. 
and then they would use that to clean your mouth. That's not a dragon. No. That's a tree. I know. And, like, also, why we assume dragons have red blood? That seems weird. Like, should I wish it was, like, a cooler color. But if it comes out, like, purple or something? I Because then it's more mystical. It's still a tree, though. Maybe, but dragons are just, like... In South America, like they believe dragons are trees. No, reptiles. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. What color do reptiles bleed? I don't know. It probably depends on the reptile. I think they just bleed red. Probably. Anyway, uh, and they'd also use burnt eggshell ashes and sometimes animal hooves. 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 <laughs> you know, uh, when you're grinding down those hooves, you're like, I could put this in my mouth. Just kind of. <laughs> natural thought process. Just kind of known it. Yeah. I mean, I guess dogs, you know, do that for their teeth, so maybe that's, like... Helps their plaque. Sure. That's the idea. Uh-huh. Also, they used to do a thing for, like, if you had a sore... Well, first, you go to a barber surgeon, mm-hmm. right? We're still doing that uh, in the, like, early 1700s, I think into the 1800s. Mm-hmm. Barber surgeons where you get your hair cut, and then also they'll pull out your teeth, <laughs> which is just... <laughs> The most confusing combinations of services. It's like when you go to, like, a KFC comboed with, like, a Taco Bell. You're like, this is strange. Uh, KFC and a Taco Bell, and they pull your teeth out. And they pull your teeth. (laughs) They're like, oh, that one looks bad. And it'll give you a shave. No problem. Sweeney Todd, but it's legal. (laughs) But it's legal. Um, But one of the common treatments, if you go there with, like, tooth pain, was they would put um, worms in your mouth. Just, like, regular, just earthworms? No, that seems now weird. I'd like, why I, didn't I put down what kind of wor- cabbage worms? Cabbage worms. Uh huh. Because mm. they eat away the damaged tissue in your mouth. But why? It's cabbage, really why, gross. Why not maggots? I don't know. They just have more cabbage worms, maybe. Mm. But also, um, a common belief at the time, I guess, was like the pain in your mouth was being caused by a worm traveling through your mouth. Oh, so maybe yeah. they thought the worm would eat the other worm. Do but worm like, battle? Isn't it causing worms to be in your mouth that maybe wouldn't be there naturally? So <laughs> can that potentially give you worse pain? Confusion. They really fight fire with fire. They're like, fight bone with bone, fight worm with worm. We need to invent a better <laughs> worm to fight dental damage. It's so gross. Um. So, yeah, they would do that. They'd put worms in your mouth and be like, it'll fix it. On uh, January 2nd, 77 2, uh, surgeon dentist John Baker, who is one of George Washington's many <sighs> dental surgeons. Um, <laughs> like a legion of them. He basically has like, uh, he goes through phases with different ones over time where yeah. he's like, I don't think you can help me anymore. And then he moves to a new one, a that, new flashy boy who's like, I got ideas. That is kind of how dentistry works now. For sure. Yeah. I literally was like supposed to go to my dentist the other day and because of like miscommunication, it didn't work. And then they were like, let's reschedule for the end of the month. And I was like, I'm moving. So... No, I'm never going to see you again. Bye-bye. Yeah. It was nice, though, because my dentist called me after that, and he was like, I heard you're moving. And I was like, yeah. And he's like, oh, well, you've been a great patient, and, like, if you ever come back, we'll miss you, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, that's nice. Click. Yeah, but I was like, I'm not coming back. Uh, <laughs> I'm not coming back for you. Yeah, that's okay. But yeah, he, he took just... out an ad in the Virginia Gazette to be like, hey, I should be your dentist. You know, he put his, his like... <laughs> His advertising sign on a bench, like, I'm the dentist for you. M4D, male for dentist. <laughs> yeah. Um, he said he could cure the scurvy in the gums, be it ever so bad. Um, you got that gum scurvy. He would scrape teeth that are corrosive, tartarous, gritty substance that hinders the gums from growing. Very bad. Your gums from growing. Because he means, like, receding gums. But that's not them growing. <laughs> you don't want them to grow. He's got... <laughs> Really bad gingivitis. Like, uh, so a uh, yeah. symptom of scurvy is that you get, you'll get lines on your gums, like mm-hmm. dark lines, uh, that I think stay around for quite a long time. Gotcha. So when he's talking, like, scurvy in your teeth, yeah, it's like, you got black teeth. They are so bad. <laughs> yeah. Because, yeah, he says, if not timely prevented, eats away the gums so that many people's teeth fall out fresh. So, like, your your perfectly fine teeth just fall out of your face. Were you researching bad. this when you told me that you can just put teeth back in? I wasn't. <laughs> that was unrelated. Because I was just listening to that. Like, I'm editing that right now. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this is hilarious. Because I wasn't even looking it up yet. I learned that from TikTok. Yeah. <laughs> from a dentist. that She was like, she did this, like, zoom-in video where she's, like, really creepily talking to you. And she's like, did you know if your teeth falls out? You just put it back in. We need to watch. I was like, oh. Uh, I Care A Lot. It's a movie that just came out on Netflix. Uh-huh. Uh, it's about the, teeth. 
No. <laughs> <laughs> it has the, so the actress who played the girl in Gone Girl. Okay. But she's, like, left her oh, husband. yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's, like, a crime lesbian now. Yeah, and, and she's, like, being mean to old people. It's, like, it's great. I've seen the ad for it. We need to watch it. it. It's actually amazing. I love it. Hell, yeah. Uh, but at one point, she loses a tooth, and she just, like, buys a gallon of milk at a gas station and plops her whole yeah, tooth in. Yeah, they do that. They say to put it in milk, which is weird. Which, I, yeah, I don't get. I think, I don't know, calcium? I don't know. I don't know. Basically, you know, like, we go every, like, six months or so to get teeth fixed. And they were doing sim or, like, cleaned. Mm-hmm. And they would do similar things. But, you know, generally it was only, like, when there's a big problem. Like, you got weird gum scurvy. <laughs> and then um, your barber just gently brushes your teeth. Yeah. Dental files your gums. Great. If you have cavities at the time, you know, now I actually looked at, like, kind of what they put in your cavities now. And it depends. Like, sometimes it's gold, but mostly it's, like, a silicon kind of... Um, like a ceramic or something? Uh, it's, like, silicon-based, I think. But it's, like, sure, that's, like, it hardens really easy and really quickly. Um, and then that's why, like, now... A lot of times now when you go to the dentist you get a cavity filled, you used to be, like, you can't eat for, like, a whole day or something. Or, mm-hmm. like, you can't drink hot things, cold things. They didn't tell me any of that last time I got it done. They were like, nope, you're good. It'll set in, like, 20 minutes. You know, they give you... It's, like, with UV light and everything. Yeah. It's smart. Um, but in the past, they put in lead and gold, uh, maybe... Because it prevents air from getting into them, which aggravates the pain. Sure. True. Um, they just put whatever they can find in those holes. Any metal they got to melt and just shove in your face. Some nails. Which, like... Horseshoe. I can't imagine they're, like, good at putting it in there. Like, mm. do they have to melt the metal first? Yeah, I assume so. Do they have, like, a... Or, like, <laughs> measure it so they just put, a like, a piece in? Like one of those tiny thimble-sized crucibles and they just kind of, like... <laughs> dump it in your mouth and just hopefully like, they don't get any of your actual mouth because it's like molten gold there's like a going in your face burning through your cheek no dentistry <laughs> gross um and baker would even transplant natural teeth from one person to another which you can't do that i'm picturing the setup from i don't think uh, get out where it's like the two lab tables and everyone's like head is latched in <laughs> yep we're going to transfer your tooth. From one person to another From person. From one person to another person. And I don't person. think that works. Like, as much as you can put maybe your own tooth back in and it will accept it, your body's pretty picky about your stuff being your own stuff. Hmm. There's a reason even when you're given, like, a new, you know, like, your new organ in the same place or, like, a transplant of some sort, that, like, a lot of times your body just says no. Because it knows it's foreign and wrong. I don't know how good your body is about that with teeth. Because it isn't, because, like, most of the tooth isn't... Uh-huh. Uh, soft tissue. It's just the root that has to go so in. So maybe the fact that it's less but it's flesh. Like, if it accept, I don't know if it'll accept that root from someone else. I assume yeah. not because they don't do that with like nor like at, at people. <laughs> so, but maybe there's like they're just it's too gross. They're like we can just do it the other way. And people aren't like or <laughs> lining whatever. up to give their teeth away either. Right. I mean from like maybe dead people. With like the roots still intact. Like donating. Like 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 being an organ donor. Like they could give you the teeth. But I don't think people would want that. People are so much more squeamish now than they used to be about teeth. But if it was a dead person you would just wait until the nerves were all gone. Maybe, yeah. And like clean it out and use it. Possible. And at that point just make a new one. <laughs> just new ones. It's fine. Honestly they're pretty I don't think they're that expensive to make. Yeah. People give in ears all the time. Yeah. Or just uh, dentures. But yeah, they would take extracted teeth back in the day, though, and they'd use those as dentures. So you just use someone else's teeth yeah. as your dentures instead of... Because, you know, the uh, the myth is that it's wood, right? That George Washington had wooden teeth, which every time I think about it, I can only think about giving splinters to, like, your upper lip. And I'm just like, Ugh, I always think don't about, do that. like, a little uh, woodworm in one of the teeth. <laughs> And they put worms in your mouth, so it all makes yeah. sense. Cabbage. Um, I, yeah, termites come in and eat your teeth in your mouth. Oh, my gosh. See, this is the things I think about. This is why it's the worst episode for me. That's some... That's horrifying. That's some, like, nasty horror movie it nonsense. Is. It is. Um, this, this is the thing that I was like, this is one of the most disgusting things I've ever heard. Okay. So, they're using dead people's teeth, which, like, fine. That's not that disgusting to me, specifically. Mm-hmm. But... They, like, don't clean them? I have a, nope. Mm. I have a quote that says, before Waterloo, 
Teeth were frequently acquired from executed criminals, exhumed bodies, dentists, patients, even animals, and were consequently often rotten, worn down, had syphilis. <laughs> That's what you want, teeth with syphilis. Yeah. Um, so when the Battle of Waterloo happened and so many young people who had nice teeth died, they used those soldiers' teeth for dentures for, like, decades. Wow. For, like, like a, so long, because so many people died. That is not something I used to think about with Waterloo. Yeah. It's all the young people dying. And stealing all their teeth to give to people for dentures. So there were people just going around taking teeth out of people? Yes. Like when they picked up those bodies, there was dentists like, hey, we could use these teeth, though. You think we could get all their teeth? Vultures. Because they're like 16-year-old boys or whatever? You are worse than lawyers. And also just like... I know, like, probably the teeth don't decay that fast over time or whatever, but I don't like that 50 years later they're still using the teeth from the same battle. Yeah. It's so gross. They're bone. And weird. They last. They're like, the boy would have wanted you to have his teeth. <laughs> and then they're so, like, desperate for teeth that they were like, oh, jackpot. Was, Waterloo jackpot. Why was Waterloo so youthful? I'm assuming... Because the French had been at war so long mm. that probably they had to get a new batch of boys, if you will, over time. Fresh batch. Fresh boys. And so that's probably why. I'm like, tons of young people had to have been dying in other wars. Yeah. But they also died in such a convenient location for us to then send their teeth to America <laughs> for people's dentures. Yuck. We need a new war. Um, I have a quote that says, George Washington did not chop down a cherry tree and carve wooden teeth from it, which I don't think anyone thought that was what it was. No. Those are separate instances. I thought that was like a youthful story. Those are different. Yeah. Those are different myths. So I was like, I don't think anyone was thought this was happening. You made a, <laughs> you made a new lie. I know. It was just like, what? That's confusing to me. No one thought this. So you had to be like, I cannot tell with the wooden teeth. I can't tell a lie. <laughs> I didn't. I did it. I did chop the cherry I did it. Out. I made my new teeth. As he gives himself splinters every time he yeah. speaks. It's very, it's very um, hurtful. I have a quote that says, sometimes described as cold, aloof, unsmiling, and formal, George Washington was largely driven in his adult life by his teeth, <laughs> or lack of them, and the resulting pain. Which, like, it makes sense. Especially because I already knew his teeth were bad. Like, that's just a thing you know about him, right? Yeah. But it's like, you know, like there's a line in uh, Hamilton where he says, I see George Washington smile, which now that I know what his mouth looked like, <laughs> don't want to see it. I used to be like, oh, that's so nice. Like, that would like, literally that line, like, I'm not embarrassed to say this, would like make me cry. Because mm -hmm. it's like, this, it's just so dramatic of like, we win and like, he never smiles. Like, he can be happy for a moment. But now I think of it as nasty dentures in there. And then it's I'm a, like, it's not nice anymore. A closed lip smile. <laughs> A, a gentle smile. Yeah. Earlier I was saying they were using the word bulge um, yes. to refer to George Washington. Bulge. They're talking about his teeth bulging out of his face. Oh. They're talking about he, his dentures are so big and gross and metal that they're, like, making his mouth protrude, like, in a, like, ape-like fashion. Mm. That's where bulge came from. That's why when you were like, ooh, bulge, I was like, no, it's the worst option <laughs> for the, that. Those Kardashian lips. <laughs> yeah. Except for they're not full. It's just the no. It's the reverse of like duck lips because that's when your lip come out. It's like if you put like paper up underneath your or your tongue up underneath your top lip. That's how it is. Wait, <laughs> Haley's Haley's got to do it now. The visual gag that you can't see. Just for Alexis. Just <laughs> napkin ASMR. Just to make her uncomfortable. <laughs> I'm already very uncomfortable just talking about this in general. Mm. Yeah. That doesn't work. It's too yeah. big. <laughs> small lips, small, small mouth, small little bits, small teeth. So George Washington had a tooth pulled for the first time in 1756 when he was 24. Okay. Which that's pretty late. I've definitely had teeth, maybe not pulled, but like teeth problems before that. George Mercer described him. In a letter, his mouth is large and generally firmly closed, but which from time to time discloses some defective teeth. <laughs> he opens his mouth and teeth pop and out. And we say, those teeth are defective. <laughs> he said, those teeth, woof, they bad. How many teeth do you think he had when he became president of his, like, natural teeth? How many teeth do people usually have? I don't know. I think it's like 34. I have no idea. 
<laughs> or like 36. It's something like that. I want to say 26, but I thought was like, that's just letters in the alphabet. That's, that's alphabet. That's why. <laughs> that's alphabet. I don't know. How, but how many teeth do you think he had left? Natural teeth. He's president. He's pretty old. Ten? One. He has one natural what tooth. What about his wisdom teeth? <laughs> Fell out. They, they don't fall out. What are you talking about? If you're bad enough at them, they do. If you're or bad enough. they got enough. <laughs> They got pulled out of his mouth. Like, mine had to be extracted. Yeah. But they're worried about that, like, causing you pain and stuff. Imagine if all the teeth in front of them aren't there. Because the problem is you don't have enough room in your True. mouth for them. So if those are already gone. Which tooth was it? Fine. Um... It was a bicuspid tooth remaining on the lower left of his jaw. He's got a little doink, one tooth down here. Yikes, man. <laughs> it's horrible. He's like a carny. In, in 79, he has one tooth left. So in, like a giant In those, baby. like, 32 years, he lost all of his teeth. He just like smiles. His natural teeth. It's, it's like, like one tooth a year, gone. Like a giant baby smiling it's at you. wild, dude. Um... Oh, his breath must just be, like, <laughs> absolute garbage. Oh, just wait, dude. So John Adams, describing uh, Washington, said the reason that he lost all these teeth was attributed his misfortune to cracking of walnuts in his youth. That he's cracking walnuts with his teeth. He's put walnuts in his mouth. Like, <laughs> you brought this on yourself, George. The reason George. nutcrackers exist is specifically for walnuts. George. You're nasty. Oh, no. That's nasty behavior, bud. Adams also writes about it and says there's a potential another reason why he thinks Washington's teeth are so bad. Adams is just exposing him. You, I mean, everyone. (laughs) That's his favorite thing to do. He hates Washington. He hates everyone, right? Because everybody hates Adams. So he hates everyone, too. Mm -hmm. So that's all he does is, like, insult them and expose them. Yeah, well, I heard her teeth. Busted. He he also thinks um, because mercury is used commonly at the time in medicine, he thinks maybe the mercury messed up his teeth, specifically um, because of smallpox. Uh, Because Adams talks about himself uh, that when he had smallpox, he was inoculated with large quantities of mercury for it. Mm. And uh, I guess he thinks that messes up. But also they used to do oral medication with it. So he's like, I think he thinks that messes up your teeth, too. Uh, and Adams is a little younger than Washington, so it's like maybe he thinks, you know, like, oh, he got the earlier treatment when they didn't used to do it however they did it to me. Remember when they just poured mercury right <laughs> down, in your, down your throat right and they just swish it in your mouth a right lot? Right down your throat. Woof. And they make you commander of a country. Which is so funny because, like, ima- like the, the, like, casually using mercury they used to do is insane to me because wh- I've seen mercury one time. And it was at school in a la- like in a chemistry setting. Mm-hmm. And everybody had to sit so far away from it. And my teacher even had it, like, enclosed yeah. so that nobody could touch it or breathe it or anything. Yeah. Right? Um The fact that they're just swishing it in your mouth, you know, rub it on your face. It's, like, it's so insane. Fair, though? Completely fair. They don't know. But, like, it's so weird thinking about that, being, like, transported back in time, and they're just, like, casually. Like, the thing is, when we talk about time travel, we never talk about how easy it would be for you to die going back in time just because of their natural health practices. They're just not going to tell you there's mercury in it, and they just give it to you. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You're like, oh, no. (laughs) Now you're dead. And, like... It's you have all... to be like, does this plate have lead in it, though? Like you have to be, you have to be educated to just go back in time. This all have lead? They're like, yeah, everything does. Yeah, everything. Oh, it's pure lead. I'll paint. eat it with my fingers, and they're like, what a barbarian. We, <laughs> we burn asbestos to make our meals. It's so true. Uh, but Adams describes his teeth also having trouble. His own um, teeth mm-hmm, from mercury. He says uh, that every tooth in my head became so loose that I believe I could have pulled them out with my thumb and finger. That's my so, nightmare. He he's like that's partially maybe how he's losing his teeth, um, and uh, Washington had smallpox in November 1751 when he was 19. Um, he was sick for 25 days in Barbados. Uh, he got better, obviously. Um, but oh, if you're gonna be sick. Might as well do it in Barbados. Barbados, why not? Uh, and they don't know if they use mercury on him, but they would assume like mm-hmm. that was pretty common at the time. So like probably about what then they he would do. Started cracking walnuts with his teeth. There's three phases of smallpox treatment. First, by bleeding in the first stations of the disease. 
uh, when the fever is violent. Take all your blood while your fever yeah. is going. That's bad blood. You got to get it gotta out. Got to get rid of it. Two, uh, introducing the practice of purging and bleeding in the most dangerous circumstances attending the second fever. So when yes. you get a fever again, bleed them again. Yep. Good. And then the third phase, surprisingly, is not more bleeding. Um, was to use methods to reduce inflammation, quote-unquote, and that's presumably what the mercury's for, mm. is to reduce the inflammation, which, like, I don't know if that works, but... It doesn't. It 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 doesn't work and then also kills you a different way. So that's good. Because, like, and I mean, your you know it doesn't work because they're treating <laughs> uh, inflammation. Yeah, that's generally not the go-to. Yeah, it the poison. The, the illness is not inflammation. <laughs> no, that's a sim- that's a <laughs> yeah, symptom for sure. And they would give them a white, tasteless powder, which consisted of mercury chloride. When taken in small doses, it's called calomel. It also leads to you evacuating your bowels. So, like, not only do you have smallpox, and it's going to make your teeth fall out, but it's giving you diarrhea. I love (laughs) evacuate. Evacuate. That's a very common term when they talk about, like, when when you use laxatives. I love it because it's, like, it's such an emergency word. Yeah, it's a panic word. The the bowels are going down. We need to evacuate. <laughs> yeah. And it's weird because it is a very medical word. Like, you'll hear that a <laughs> yeah. lot in medical settings. Um, and calomel uh, would also lead to heavy salivation, bleeding gums, mouth sores, and tooth loss. So, yeah, it's really bad for your teeth. Um, but also, it makes you just salivate so much. And it's like, it makes you poop. It makes you salivate. It <laughs> takes away all your teeth. And it's not helping your smallpox. They're just being tortured and they don't even know. Doctors aren't even doing it on purpose because they don't know. I was reading on those those toothpaste so gross. that I mentioned earlier, the salt yeah. one. Part of the part of the reason they use it is to make you salivate more. Sure. So it like helps clean out your mouth. Yeah, your like own saliva helps so like, you. That on its own. But Seems John fine. Adams, talking about it, said that his doctor salivated me to such a degree with milk and mercury that all of his teeth became terribly loose. Yeah. So <laughs> it's not good. Like, yeah. And it's probably happened to Washington, too. Uh, yeah, I don't think it's uh, everything combined yeah. is not great. Right. So when he's looking at George Washington's teeth, he's like, oh, yeah, probably what happened to me. They probably did that to you, too. Mm-hmm. So at least they're not. He's not being that judgy, actually. Besides the the walnut. He's thing. like, yeah, we've been to the same clinic. I know what yeah, they do. Yeah, they suck. Uh, it makes it real gross and bad. Um, now my wife won't kiss me anymore. Uh, and you know, after Washington, he got over his smallpox, but he would have like scars on his face for the rest of his life, pox scars. And uh, I guess Mary Washington purchased ointment for him to deal with his facial scars multiple times in, like, oh, the cute. same year. Skin like, care. Very, I know. <laughs> it's very adorable. Got Which I'm sure didn't work, you <laughs> know. Get him some brightening creams. <laughs> yeah. Nice niacinamide. Rub on those dark spots some, to make him go some away. Some vitamin C, some yeah, sunscreen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Caffeine helps sometimes. Mm-hmm. For his under eyes. Yes. <laughs> his eye cream. <laughs> Some oatmeal sure face mask. Yeah, really pretty, but it's really gentle. It's very gentle, gentle physical exfoliation. Uh, I have a quote that says, like most things in history, his difficulties probably uh, came from a mix of common causes uh, to the 1700s, including diseases and poorly balanced diet, as well as genetics. So it's like, you know, why is he losing his teeth? It's like, there's a lot of options. Because but, uh, he was born in the 1700s. It's probably, yeah, you were born with not good teeth, you don't know how to take care of them, and your diet is bad. So, like, you're not getting enough calcium, presumably, uh, and that kind of stuff to keep them strong. And and, and you, it mentioned, like, how little fruits and vegetables they ate at the time. And then you help. brush your teeth with mercury. And bones. And bones. <laughs> Metal. Don't forget. Metal as F. Metal, but not with metal. Don't do that. Heavy metal. Except for they do have dental files that I assume are made of metal. I hate that. The worst. So, uh... Anytime you have to file bone. So once he starts losing enough teeth, he talks to a dentist, and they give him partial dentures, that which we do now, um, where they leave holes in this places you still have your natural teeth, but mm-hmm. they, like, combine it with teeth in the places you're missing where they're kind of, like, most important. But, you know, now when they do that, they look pretty good. Uh, and then, no. Because they're just getting some boy from Waterloo's teeth. Or, Probably. yeah, they'd get in, like, a cow's tooth if they can't find a good one. Yeah. 
Just whatever will fit. Obviously, eventually he needs full dentures because he's only got that one tooth by the time he becomes president. And eventually he loses that one, too. He looks like a half orc. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. He's so tall. He's so daddy and just has tusks. And just, just one. One tusk. One butt cusp. One cute little tusk pointing out. Um, yeah, I love orcs when they're drawn, like their little teeth sticking out on the bottom. That's him, but only one. Their little teeth. <laughs> cute. Uh... So Baker is the first dentist to make him false teeth, mm-hmm. uh, and he, like I said, creates partial ones. Uh, they're mostly made of ivory uh, and uh, wiring through there, but they they leave space for his natural teeth, and then the fake ones are made of ivory from, I think, a hippopotamus, um, specifically. He ordered the really expensive ones. Uh, yeah, it's weird. Um, that, well, he has many over time, right? Because the, the main problem, uh, which I have people, you know, in my life, like my mom has had this problem. I think my sister did too. Um, when they got dentures that they don't, they don't always fit right, right? Like they measure your mouth, they do everything they can, but like sometimes when you get them in there, they just don't sit good, they don't mm-hmm. fit right. And so then you have to send them back and they like refit them for you, or you go in and they refit them for you. Um, and George Washington's doing the same thing, except they don't have nearly the technology we have now. So they'll put it in his mouth and he'll wear it for a few weeks and they'll be like, wow, this hurts like really bad. Like all this metal's like rubbing up against my face. Yeah. Uh, because they're metal. And so he'll put them in a box and mail them to his dentist who will then try to fix them given like the description of his problems and mail them back sight unseen yes and just be like tell me if it's bad and then send it back again also hippo teeth have got to not be the right size no it's not i mean they're grinding them down right they're just making it out of the ivory from hippos they're not using actual hippo teeth i'm picturing like one molar per side (laughs) no no. He has like four teeth. No, they're just using the ivory to make them. <laughs> like a cartoon caveman. Just to make them look like regular human <laughs> yes. teeth. Also, just because then they'll fit better, even, you know? Yeah. They're not giving them like saber tooth things. <laughs> <laughs> but that'd be amazing. Um, but yeah, he'd get them back and. Uh, the wire would be rubbing, and then that w- the wires that are keeping his, like, dentures together would loosen his other teeth because they'd rub against them. Yeah, I bet. So, like, it's ruining his regular teeth, too, like, that he still has. Right. And then also, it'll get really painful, um, even when he has a fold set of dentures. It'll get super painful just because of, like, how it's sitting and rubbing. And he'll use a dental file to file them down so that they don't hurt as much. Right, because, like, whatever spot he kind of files away. But then a lot of times he'll do that and break them yeah. because he'll file in a spot too long and then, like, the the tooth that was there will just crack. Yeah, I'm not surprised <laughs> that his real teeth are so. coming loose because essentially, like, they're using wire to hold these together. Yeah. He's essentially has braces. But they're not, like, wired specifically to push his teeth together in yeah. any way. Right, but braces, that's what they do is move your teeth. That's what they do. So these are moving his teeth when they're not intended to even touch his teeth. And then instead of getting them adjusted at the orthodontist, he takes a metal file and grinds and them himself. And scrapes in his mouth randomly. Say goodbye to the rest of your teeth. <laughs> just pull them out. It's so gross. I, I apologize to everyone because now whenever you think about Washington, you're going to be thinking about his nasty teeth file. Nothing. And his one tiny tooth and mailing him in the Mail. <laughs> Sorry. I mean, all of his sexy statues have his mouth closed, so. <laughs> it's true. I mean, they know. He has hands. They know it's not good. It's fine. It's fine. He basically, like, feels like Baker isn't doing enough for him as oh, far as the oh, dentist goes. Oh, yeah? Yeah, it's, it's, it's his fault for sure. <laughs> so he moves on to a new dentist, uh, Jean-Pierre Lemieux. Um, Le croissant. <laughs> Le croissant. Yeah, we were, I was looking at something, and one of the dentists it mentioned, a lot of them were French, which was fascinating to me. Apparently, French people really like dentistry, which makes sense, I guess. Like, the only other time I've talked about a dentist was Ambrose Paré being a dental surgeon. So, mayhaps, that's just like a, the French just really care about teeth. Yeah, they have uh, a big science scene. The they time. do. Probably and um, more resources, more rich people. And they're like, you know, the French are so appearance focused that maybe they care more about yeah. the teeth. Like Americans are like nitty gritty, yeah. like, you know, whatever. But the French really want to look nice. I mean, we're still British right now. Yes. Um, and, and the British are known for bad teeth, even into today. <laughs> they have not. They still haven't done it. No. You know? 
Yeah. And they're always like, it's always funny to me when British people are like, American people care so much about teeth. And I'm like, I guess, like, we have a big dental industry, so sure. Mm-hmm. But also, like, a lot of young people that I know, like, want braces, not even because they want their teeth straight, just because their teeth hurt. Because they're, yeah. like, in a weird spot. So it's like, sometimes the teeth don't come in good. And then you just have braces and they fix it. And they fix it. So it's hard. Anyway, so he gets uh, Jean-Pierre to be his dentist now, um, who makes him another partial denture because he's he's not lost all the teeth yet. Um Jean-Pierre is interesting, though, because he was actually sent to New York to be Sir Henry Clinton's dentist, who is British, mm-hmm. uh, in ni- er, 1781. So, like, during warish time happening. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, he overhears the Brits talking rudely about the French uh, in America and, like, them being aligned with the Americans. And so he bails on them. And he goes over to the, like, American Revolution side and is yep. like, hey, anybody need a dentist? And Washington's <laughs> like, sure. Everyone. But- <laughs> Everyone. He's like, yes. <laughs> Only people have worse teeth at the time than the British are the Americans. Are their children. <laughs> are the poor British <laughs> overseas. They're nasty, dirty children. Who don't know how to dentistry. They don't know how to do anything. But because he's coming from the British, uh, you know, they're he's like. Got, like concerned (laughs) that maybe he's a spy. Mm -hmm. Um, So Washington does a background check on him first. Mm -hmm. Uh, He's a private, quote, a private investigation of this man's character and knowledge of his profession. He's like, is he a good person? Is he a good dentist? What are teeth? (laughs) Yes or no? Yes or no? (laughs) He's like, what? (laughs) What? (laughs) Uh, We, you're hired. Uh, Um... We. And the quote says, after passing with flying French colors, <laughs> yeah, um, they start a relationship of him being his dentist, which promised the possibility of transplanting real teeth into Washington's mouth. Because up until now, they're using, like, ivory to make teeth, right? But he's saying, I can put real people teeth in your mouth. Oh, no. Um, I don't like him. He's kind of Frankenstein right now. <laughs> Uh, we can make them alive yeah, again. Yeah, he did a common practice that was dental technique of transplanting, in his words, good living teeth in the room of those which were broken and otherwise decayed. We just have to... Uh, alive teeth. Steal someone's teeth. Um, so that part of that was they might pull a patient's own teeth and use their teeth in their dentures. Yeah. So, like, your remaining teeth, you, you get to keep them, but we're going to pull them out and then make a set. Some of which will be yours. You're welcome. They'll feel homey that way. <laughs> they know, they belong here. They're yours. Uh, but he also get teeth from other people, uh, especially poor and enslaved people. Um, specifically, he put in newspaper ads for persons who are willing to dispose of their front teeth. Oh, my um, God. While in New York, he advertised that he would pay two guineas each for good front teeth in Richmond. He stipulated slaves accepted with, like, E-X-C accepted, like, you're not allowed. Mm-hmm. But then the source I was reading said that he did accept slave teeth, so they think it was supposed to be accepted, and it was just spelled wrong, so that it means the opposite, which yeah. is like, thanks, English, uh, and spelling. Because they don't know how to spell words. Add it again. Yeah. There's not, like, th- this is at a time when common spellings are not, you know, like, there isn't, like, this is the correct way to spell it, necessarily. Right. So, it's accepted and accepted sound the same. <laughs> so... Which is why we don't say accepted. We say, like, exception. Yeah. Because then you wouldn't think accept. I, I accept your accept. Yeah. So Washington definitely has human teeth. Uh, we don't know if they're from slaves, but probably. Yeah. Um, I assume most of the people selling their teeth are very poor people or enslaved people because then they could get money. So... Most likely. You know, the desperate. I'm honestly surprised that there's not, like, records kept of him using, like, teeth from his own enslaved people. Yeah. You know? Just, like, I don't know, convenience. You already own those teeth. Technically, yeah. So, hmm. <laughs> Which is, like, sad, but, um... Yeah. Just, but, like, you already own them. It would make sense. Yeah. It's not more sad than owning people. <laughs> it's true. Oh, uh, yeah. Weird line to draw, it slave is. owners. It just feels... Sad. Um, but uh, when Baker was still his dentist, um, he wrote to 
uh, Lund Washington instructing him that in a drawer in a locket of the desk which stands my study, you will find two small foreteeth, which I beg of you to wrap up carefully and send enclosed in your next letter to me. I am positive I left them there or in a secret drawer of the locker of the same desk. So he like sold a desk that had teeth in it. And he was like, can you send him back to me? I need those teeth. <laughs> He's like texting the guy who got the desk on Craigslist. He's like, hey, so... I left some of my teeth in the drawer. <laughs> Could you give them back? Could you send those to me? Wrap them carefully, please. They're, They're fragile. I really need them. It's so weird. Um, there's only one set that we have left, uh, like a full set of Washington's dentures, um, and they are made of animal and human teeth, lead and ivory. So mm. just a lot. Just a smorgasbord of <laughs> materials going on. Menagerie. Yes. Um, his gold diamonds. He, his new dentist, he got rid of the French guy, uh-huh. is John Greenwood. Much less French sounding. Yeah. Um, and he served as his dentist through the 1790s, which makes it sound like he's in the military. I serve in the military at the highest order. I served commander in chief. Commander in chief's dentist. Dental operations. <laughs> I'm a secretary of dentistry. <laughs> secretary of the interior dentistry. <laughs> Oh, no. Of the president's interior. Uh, so he fought in the Revolutionary War, and he studied dentistry under, guess who? Le Croissant? Nope. Paul Fra- Revere. Uh, you know, famous dentist. The beer man? <laughs> no, he's the warning man. Who's the beer man? Samuel Adams. Oh. Right? Adams? Y- yes. That feels right. That feels right. That sounds correct. Why do you think Paul was beer? I don't know. <laughs> He's not. He's, uh, he's the bellman. Hey, the, everybody, the British are coming. He's the bellman. Uh, also, he dentist, which he's not. Um, it was a part-time profession. I don't like part-time dentistry. It's just a hobby. It's <laughs> upsetting to I me. I dabble. At least barber surgeons, it's like half their job. I wouldn't say it's part-time. It's full-time. Mm-hmm. It's just half of the services. They also do other things. He is specifically a professional silversmith. And then for fun, his hobby is dentistry. I mean, (laughs) in context of the time, it makes sense. Sure. I mean, melting metals to make the teeth or like fit the thing. Having expertise in molding Mm -hmm. metal to different shapes. I just don't like that this dentist learned to do it from a guy who does it for fun. Yeah. Uh... You can't learn from what about the French guy? We I know you have dentists. Garage band. I've already dentists. heard of two different dentists. Yeah. Like that's something you do. Even if you're really good at it, being like, this is my hobby is dentistry. Yeah. I don't I don't want your hobby to be medical things. Self-taught. Oof. Um I taught myself how to put teeth you in. You think about how much schooling dentists have to have now? Like mm-hmm. they like they're essentially medical doctors. And then Don't back they in the day, have to be? yeah, it's like a DDS. Yeah. This is like specifically like you're a dental um, like surgeon or whatever. Doctor of dental surgery. Yeah, but uh, shout out to here, the stuffed he's animals. Like, I learned about it in Paul Revere's garage or his shed because there aren't garages. We would just hang out drinking beer. And he'd show me how to mold teeth. He'd open his mouth and just yank one out. <laughs> he'd be like, put it back in, but we, quick. We learned on each other that summer. It's terrible. Tooth after tooth. They're falling in love. Um, <laughs> nasty, gross, toothless kissing. So he's <laughs> so nasty. Uh, Greenwood is like the best known of his dentists. The problem is uh, Greenwood lives like pretty far away from Washington. So they're doing that dental mailing again. Oh, gross. Uh, it takes many, many days it's like, uh, to uh, get them. Invisalign. Yeah. But worse. Um, And then Washington sometimes, you know, does it himself on his own teeth out of necessity because he can't get them fixed real fast. You know what every doctor hates? (laughs) No matter what year it is, patients doing it themselves. Yeah. That's a thing. Especially dentists. They are so adamant that you don't use metal tools on your teeth, right? And then people always make that joke of like, and then they use metal tools on my teeth. It's like, yeah, because they're trained how to do it. They're trained. They know how. That's like you being like, and then the doctor did surgery on me. It's like, yeah, he he knows how. They say not to do surgery, but then they do surgery. <laughs> Excuse me? What? They say not to do drugs, and then they make me do drugs. And then they give me drugs. And then, it's like, yeah, in a very controlled way. They give me drugs. Only for specific things. <laughs> <laughs> they don't want you to just use things willy-nilly, because you'll do it wrong. Don't just put uh, things in your body. Which I... 
I learned that you can buy, like, don't do this, first of all, but I learned that you can buy dental tools, like, on Amazon, and I'm yes. like, this has to be a dentist's just biggest nightmare that they're like, it's so accessible now. I have a dental pick in my room. No, what? Uh, I don't use it on my teeth, though. Okay. I use it uh, to clean out my vape. Oh, that's fair. Yeah. Um... But yeah, they I I can't imagine anything worse for them than like Amazon just sells dental tools and they're not even expensive. Like I've looked up before because I was just like, how they're expensive not. are they? <laughs> they're they're not. like, if you buy a whole set, it's like a hundred dollars. It's like that's too cheap. Yeah, that's too little. And then all the comments are like, I don't even have to go to the dentist anymore. It's like, yes, you do. You should. Though. You do need to go to the dentist. Ah, you should. Though. You should. Though. Oh no! If you really want the dentist experience without. <laughs> dentistry <laughs> don't do the tools get those like water pick toothbrushes yeah, right those and, seem and dentists safe. love if you use those yeah happy. um oh so some of his teeth the new his new set Haley, mm-hmm. is made specifically from hippopotamus ivory horse and donkey teeth uh human teeth gold wire springs brass screws Spring, and lead springs what do the springs do well you open your mouth oh because they don't they don't know how to like glue them no there, it's a one unit, so you just shove in instead God, of like you know with with a lot of dentures now it's like you got pieces. He's a um, monster. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the freaking yeah. The, the springs are so that you can open your mouth. Um, in case my yeah yeah. This is gonna be another clear. Venture Brothers reference, but <laughs> uh-huh. they have a villain called uh, Baron Underbite. Okay. <laughs> Like a scary Transylvania style Mm -hmm. guy, but he has no lower jaw. It's like this big metal thing with hinges. Uh Uh-huh. And that's him. Yeah. It's pretty gross. He's Baron von Underbite. Yeah. (laughs) Right. It's it and it gives it gives me um Underbite. Tuco Brahe vibes. He's (laughs) got his mouth, but like his nose just fall off. It's like, yeah. Uh also, I'm not at this part of my notes, but there there was a uh, quote that I had that said Washington, part of why he wouldn't smile and laugh is because he was afraid his teeth would just fly out of his mouth. I understand. Yeah. And, like, they're spring-loaded. <laughs> yes. So so they'll just, pew, just, like, attack and someone. And bite someone. No! It was like <laughs> My teeth were on Adam's nose for, He's like, He's trying to negotiate hours. with the British. It's just like, pew! I want to see his teeth attack Tuco Brahe's nose. <laughs> Oh my god! But they didn't live at the same time, so it we didn't need work. to have more uh, special distance attack, like shooty explosive mouth. Yeah. George Washington in video games. I agree. <laughs> Where is that? <laughs> so yeah, Greenwood left the gap for his one tooth that he had left, but eventually that tooth come out, um, and then Washington gave it to Greenwood as a gift, his final tooth. He said, "Here's a present," and Greenwood kept it. In a glass locket that hung from his watch chain. Yikes. The president's final tooth. It's I'd, so weird and gross. I'd be afraid of dropping it somewhere. It's just all I can think of is when when uh, Andrew Jackson had those, like, bones just, like, rattling around his arm and he pulled them out <laughs> and sent them to his wife. Uh, like, here's a present. Show how much I love you. And I was like, this is the grossest thing. And Washington, to his dentist, is like, here's my final tooth. And he's like, I will cherish it. And keeps it on his watch chain. It's such a, like, mother with her children's baby <laughs> teeth move. Yeah. He's a tooth fairy up in mm-hmm. here. Um, give you one dollar, which hasn't been invented yet, but it'll be your face. <laughs> it'll be yours. Um, so everybody's heard of the Gilbert Stewart painting of Washington. You've definitely probably seen it. If you've seen a painting of George Washington, it's almost definitely that painting. Yeah. It's the most famous painting. Is it the one where he's, like, standing and his hands on the desk? Yeah. I'm pretty he's, sure like, that's office. his presidential portrait. I think so, yeah. Um, Gilbert Stewart at the time was super popular. He does a lot of the early, like, uh, portraits of presidents and, and fancy people because he's really good at it. Mm-hmm. It's a really nice painting. But... Uh, he does look like his mouth is in pain. Like, his mouth is, like, real, and, like, he looks weird. And, I uh, thought he just had thin lips. No, that's because he's got these nasty dentures in his face where he only has one tooth left. And not only that, but I guess uh, at the time he was complaining in his letters of swelling of his mouth from his dentures. So it's, like, all inflamed in there Ugh. and swollen when he has to get this painting done of him. And then 
Also, also, Gilbert Stewart apparently does not like him. So, like, people think that he probably shadily, like, made it worse than it even looked. <laughs> well, yeah, I was going to say, like, purpose. you're the painter, why not Photoshop him? Right, like, you could make it look better. And so they're like, I think he made it look worse on purpose, but also it was bad because, yeah. like, we have time, you know, uh, notes from the time that say, like, he's suffering pretty good, mm-hmm. um, which is, you know, unfortunate. Uh, also, you know, He's not known for being very uh, good at public speaking or liking to do it. And that's often attributed to his, like, intelligence, that he's not very smart. And he knows that. And so he just doesn't talk a lot. Yeah. Uh, but also, he's got nasty, terrible teeth and constant mouth pain. And he's afraid his teeth are going to shoot out of his face. Spring-loaded <laughs> chompers. So, and he apparently specifically had problems with sounds like hiss or shh. Because yeah. it requires your teeth to touch specifically in a certain way. Dental, yeah, mm-hmm. sounds. Uh, sibilant uh, sounds, as they're called. And so uh, he'd not talk a lot. <laughs> but I never thought about it being about his teeth. I yeah. always assumed, you know, because people are always like, well, he's just like, he's kind of dumb. Like, specifically, John Adams is like, well, he's an idiot. And then, uh, you know, there was a quote, I think, from Thomas Jefferson, too, that was like, he's just not very smart. And also, he doesn't like talking a lot, mm-hmm. you know. And this was his friend. Like, he's that's him being nice. Yeah. He's just like, he's not very intelligent. And also, he doesn't like talking. But partially, it's because his mouth bad all the time. You don't want him to talk. Right. Which, uh. He'll take a bite out of you from 12 feet away. It's <laughs> so funny. <laughs> Gosh, I wish that somebody that happened and someone wrote it down. Um, especially, like, at his enemies, you know. Yeah. Pew! <laughs> I shoot my teeth in your general direction. Uh, it says, Washington's greatest fear of speaking was of the spontaneous hearty laugh where his unanchored dentures oh, would no. go flying out of his mouth. No. Quote, opening his mouth relaxed the pressure on the curved metal springs connecting the upper and lower dentures, which might cause them to slip out. You can't make him laugh. That's so sad. Yeah. It's like there's this guy. I watched this um, I watched this show. I watched an episode of Taboo that was about people with narcolepsy. Mm. And it was about this specific guy who had it really bad, right? Because they want to, like, be like make it obvious that he yeah. has it. Um, but this guy had it really bad and he had to like wear a helmet when he went outside because oh, yeah. he like he could pass out in the street and he had before and like cracked his head. Um, but also uh, narcolepsy can be triggered by things and one of his was like happiness. Oh, that's so So sad. like you see there's like a video where they show he like really liked boating and so they took him out on a boat and he's like clearly having a really good time. Like he's smiling and he's like got the wind in his face and he feels really nice and then you just see him pass out and you're just like this is so upsetting because then you don't ever want to be happy. Cruel. Like because you're like well because then I'm going to pass out. And even if you experience happiness like you won't be there for it. Yeah. Hand him a puppy and it's he's, so brutal. He's out. And it's the same with this. It's like he can't smile and like can't just casually enjoy himself because his teeth might fly out of his face. If only and scare people. If only like face Ugh. veils were in fashion for yeah. men at the time. <laughs> and he could just catch it behind. Or like, <laughs> like big fans with ostrich feathers on <laughs> there them. There you go. Oh my! Oh, what is that? <laughs> um, so obviously he started eating. Uh, soft foods. Soft foods. Because he the chewing has to be very weird when. Because you think about chewing now is, like, really natural because of where your teeth are and you're just used to doing it. You know, mm-hmm. like, you naturally kind of move food from the front to the back if you need it or whatever. Um, but imagine just, like, they're not actually connected to your jaw, like, to your gums, and you just kind of have to try to control them to chew. Mm-hmm. It's just, like, no. So terrible. There's a reason that, like, tooth People who have, like, tooth pain do, like, incredibly, like, dangerous things to get rid of it. There's a true crime story. There's something wrong with Aunt Diane. It's about this woman who uh, basically drove on the wrong side of the highway uh, and then got into a car accident, obviously. Just to fix Um, her teeth? No, but there's a theory that, like, she was drunk while she was doing it. And there's a theory that she was drinking specifically because she had, like, really terrible tooth pain. Hmm. Um, And, like, that doesn't excuse anything, obviously. But, like... You know, I've thought about, like, you know, when I've had tooth pain in my life, it is, like, very severe and, like, just unavoidable to think about. It yeah. hurts so much. And, like, no matter what you do, you, like, drink water and it hurts. You, like, eat something it hurts. Sometimes breathing just hurts. So I'm like, yeah, you could do some, like, pretty bad things uh, I, to try to get rid of have it. Have I ever talked about when I got my wisdom teeth out on this? I don't think on so. Because We've I got, talked about it before. I got my wisdom teeth out and they sent me home with pain meds. Yeah. 
Uh, but I got my teeth out in high school, I want to say. Probably. That's when people mostly do. And they did not medicate me properly going yeah. home. Like, I was counting minutes till I could take the next pill because it right. hurts so bad all the time. Terrible. Right. Whereas, like, I told you that when I got my wisdom teeth out, I took, I think, two of the, like, they gave me probably, like, 15 to 30, like, pills, and I took, like, two of them. Mm-hmm. And each time I took them, I'd say I took two because I took it four times because I cut them in half. Yeah. Because I was, like, I didn't want to, like, overdo it because I didn't want to be, like, too loopy because I had stuff to do still because I was in high school. <laughs> I had to do stuff. I, like, went to a Smash Mouth concert, you know? <laughs> wow. Like, gummed down an ice cream cone. That really dates the story, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. In afraid though. We were just there. But I remember I told you that, and you were like, what? And you got so mad. <laughs> They're allowed to give you the good drugs? <laughs> what? <laughs> Because I just had to, like, hope and pray I passed out so I wouldn't have to feel it anymore. Right. Are you kidding me? Experiences vary. Also, I think I woke up in the middle of surgery when they were doing it, too. Oh, yeah. Which, like, I didn't feel anything, but, like, I definitely opened my eyes and, like, took a look around and then went back under Oh, again. I did. Yeah, definitely did not. So Clearly you have, like, a high metabolism for uh, medication. <laughs> or they were just skimping. Or they're just not good at it. Oh, yeah. they were skimping. <laughs> Um, so you eat soft foods. Um, Nelly, uh, is in quotes, so I assume that's like the nickname. Okay. Curtis Lewis is Martha Washington's granddaughter. Um, confirmed that George Washington's favorite breakfast was sort of mushy pancakes. Oh. Ho cakes swimming in butter and honey. Well. So okay. it's mostly just like he mushed them up with like syrup, basically. So it's like, that sounds pretty good. I had like a, a battery vision in my mind. I'm like, that's disgusting. Oh, sure. You nasty old man. <laughs> uh, I have a quote that says, since his retirement, he has led a quiet and regular life. He gets up at five o'clock in the morning. He is a farmer, after all. Uh, reads or writes until seven. He breakfasts on tea and cakes made from maize. Because of his teeth, he makes uh, slices spread with butter and honey. Cute. But you might be wondering, where does the wood come in? Oh. Why do people think it's wood? I, I don't know. Who, maybe, who did that? What's happening? Maybe the same reason, like, the cherry man thought that they were the same thing. They have a theory, though. Mm. Because um, they're not sure, obviously, but historians and forensic dentists think it's because uh, he used to have ivory and bone teeth, mostly, and... They uh, have, like, hairline fractures in them that are hard to see normally mm-hmm. because of the color. Yeah. But Washington really likes wine, my dudes. <laughs> so he's drinking yeah. a lot of wine. Wine daddy of the nation. Very dark wine for mm. this, like, ivory teeth he's got. And he refused to switch <laughs> to white wine, so. Yep. And so they would darken the teeth and also, like, make the lines more prevalent. Which then make it look wooden Mm -hmm. um, because the color gets to, like, kind of a darkish brown. Maybe, like, a kind of purpley brown, like, walnut kind of colored. (laughs) He uh, got that, like, day drinking red mouth. Yeah. (laughs) All Um, the time. He he sends his, his dentures off to get fixed. And in the letter he gets back, when he gets them back, uh... It says, the set you sent me from Philadelphia, which when I received was very black, occasioned either by you soaking them in port wine or by your drinking it. So they're saying, (laughs) are you leaving them in wine? Is that why they're so dark? You're not supposed to leave them in wine. What are you doing? But so it makes it look like wood grain if you just look at them, if they're like really dark. So that it's possible that like at the time people saw his like really darkened teeth Mm -hmm. and were like, oh, does he have wooden teeth? Because people are putting all sorts of weird stuff in their mouths. Why not? He's just staining his ivory teeth. And so that like kind of because of like the weird lore around his teeth in general of just like how weird all of this stuff is, which I'm sure other people are doing this. Mm -hmm. It's just his was so noticeable (laughs) that uh, people are talking about it so much that maybe that's why the myth exists still of like wooden teeth because they just look wood and people wrote that down somewhere and then everybody said yes throughout time because the thing is uh, it's hard to verify that a source in the past is a lie Um, especially if there's no corroboration Yep. Because you're like, maybe just one person saw this, but also maybe right. one person just thought this and wrote it down. This is like why we're history nerds, because every now and then you wonder, like, 
What if that ancient Egyptian tablet, they were being sarcastic? Right. Like, what if someone was telling a joke? I mean, that's the big thing about um, The Prince by Machiavelli, right? Mm-hmm. Is that, like, modern historians, most of them think that it was um, basically a propaganda piece just to get a job. That he doesn't actually believe any of those things. That he just thinks this prince, that's what he wants to hear. Mm-hmm. And so this is petition to, like, hey, hire me. And then, because his other, like, his actual views did not line up with that from, like, what he'd done previously. Yeah. So they're like, I don't think he's suddenly changed his entire belief system. I think he's, this is a petition, this is a cover letter for his job. Yeah. And uh, did not work at all. Uh, and they were like, you are a psychopath. Go away. <laughs> um, like, no, you are. No, you are. That's why I wrote it this This way. This is for you. (laughs) It's about you. You're the character in here. (laughs) You're the prince. People never recognize themselves when they're written into books. It's true. They're like, I hate that. Get it away from me. It's hard to look in the mirror, huh? (laughs) Sucks. But it's the same with this. Yeah, that it's like. Probably that came from just someone wrote it down. Especially bad to look in the mirror. That they guessed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, especially with these teeth. Don't look in the mirror. Um, in case you're wondering, when do we start being good at teeth? Um, like the 1980s? Um, well, they start being more kind of like what we would assume today at the end of World War II. Sure. When all the GIs come back. Yeah. And basically it's because we saw European dentistry and we're like, interesting. <laughs> Interesting. So that, like, soldiers came back and started doing European dental stuff. Like, they brushed their teeth regularly? What? That's weird. And so uh, then everybody else was like, should we brush our teeth all the time? <laughs> World War II was actually terrible for this country. <laughs> Everyone came back. They're like, do you know life is better if we do stuff? Hmm. Weird. We don't have to live like this. <laughs> It's so true. World War II cannot be underestimated in the leaps and bounds it made us grow, you know, as a country, <laughs> especially in dentistry. Especially, the most important. <laughs> Can't be seen anywhere better than in dentistry. Dentistry rights. Anyway, that's uh, that's Washington's nasty teeth. Would you kiss? No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Sorry, was that no. not the right point? <laughs> Would you kiss? <laughs> W-Y-D? Uh, no. I mean, I wouldn't kiss him. I'm not attracted to him. You don't have to be. I don't kiss people I'm not attracted to. Oh. Like on the <laughs> ring, maybe? My liege? Your, <laughs> My your, lord. Your le- I don't think excellency? he'd like that. Your excellency? I think he'd be, like, upset by that. Hmm. He's like a homegrown boy, you know? <laughs> he is his He's excellency. He's not a fancy lad. Yeah, I don't think... He probably didn't even like that. He's got human teeth. <laughs> And donkey teeth. <laughs> yeah, human teeth that are not his own, except that one little baby in the underbottom. That one little tusk. <laughs> anyway, uh, that's it. It was really gross. I hate reading about teeth, and we're done. <laughs> Thank you for listening. You can send us an email at stereoglossarypodcast at gmail.com. Tell us other things about teeth or don't. Anything else would be better, actually. Oh, the emails are going to be like, never say any of that again. Like, never talk about teeth. Never talk about teeth. Teeth are inherently gross. Yeah. So it's just bad. Mouths are bad. Yep. So, uh... Just weird that kissing is so popular with so many people. Yeah, it's true. Like... Because you don't think about it while you're doing it. Maybe you should. You just get endorphins and then you forget that it's gross. <laughs> yeah, you're high on happy chemicals. Yeah. But it's madness. <laughs> but it's disgusting. You never know when the person you kiss has spring-loaded trash jaws. donkey teeth. Donkey mouth. <laughs> Syphilis teeth. <laughs> Syphilis donkey <laughs> mouth. Yep. Anyway. Anyway. Uh, send us emails. Uh, review our podcast on places. We appreciate it. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram for... Memes and dreams. Happy good times, not teeth times. Yeah, bye. Bye.